to some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. You have to have a favorite. What comes to mind? Um, Halloween. You know, the one with the guy in the white mask who walks around and stalks babysitters. Hi, I'm Shah. I'm Ollie. And we are Creeping It in the Family, a podcast where we dish details about all things horror. Episode 100. Episode 100! Finally. Well, some of us were not selfish enough to get COVID and then have to stay in self-isolation. Actually, it went before Christmas, you got ill and it could have been COVID, so you was isolated, so I couldn't come round. Then we both decided that between Christmas and New Year, it was too busy. So we was going to wait till, like, give, give ourselves like a week off. And then I went and tested positive for COVID. So I've been isolating for 10 days. We did, no, we did Wolf Creek before. You you did, we had a break over Christmas and New Year because of isolation. Yeah. Because I thought, I thought I had COVID. And then we did Wolf Creek and then you went off with isolation. Did we? Yeah. Oh. Wolf Creek was after New Year. Was it? But before. Oh yeah, because I, the day I tested positive, I, I was around yeah. at your house one. I? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Halloween H2O. We started with Scream as the first episode, which is your favourite genre. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to record straight after this. We've just been to watch Scream 5, so we're going to say absolutely nothing in this episode about it, and we're going to save it for the next episode. Okay. Um, and Halloween is fitting because that's my favourite yes. franchise, so yes. we're going to finish, not finish, but... Finish what we fin- started. Cap the first hundred with Halloween H2O, which... I feel well, like that was a, I feel like that was a quote from something, but I think it was Harry Potter, so it was like completely <laughs> off the realms. It works for you because it's one of your favourite Halloweens, mm-hmm. um, and it's. I know we haven't done Halloween five or six yet, but this this is a different timeline. It's not yeah. it, like Halloween five and six are irrelevant to H two O. So we'll get into it, shall we? Yeah, just as a pre warning though, folks, there may be a little bit of hesitation in this because it was two weeks ago, yeah, near enough since it. we've watched this. So we did make notes just, and we just might be a little bit Just quick rusty. as a summary, I think like this Halloween, for me, it's it, it I think it was kind of a saviour for the franchise. I'm not mm. saying they never would have remade them, but Halloween four, five and six were like thought upon by the vast majority as being terrible films. Mm-hmm. If you're not if you're not a sucker for Michael Myers or Halloween, then I'd probably agree. But because I I like I yeah, just like, like I it. just like Michael Myers, yeah. So I I instantly like him. Mm. Um, and Halloween H two O just brought it back to I think what made it so successful in the first place. It wasn't all this confusing bullshit about the origins of Michael Myers and relatives of yeah, his it family. Was just very it, simple, it, it was just. It? Michael's coming back for Laurie, and he like Laurie had a kid in there, which it, it wasn't really anything like it, it, it made it. It made it so she had more to lose. Yeah, it, it? it felt it felt like this. This was Halloween three, the Halloween three that people would have wanted. Like the how, yeah. even though it was twenty years later, like obviously one and two, the the timelines were continuous, mm-hmm. like to the to the next hour, like Halloween two continued an hour after Halloween one, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this one was like, even though it was 20 years later, it was still the same storyline. Michael Myers was still Laurie's brother. So it, 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 this does feel like the Halloween three that people was after, which I think is why it was definitely one of the more successful Halloween's out there. Yeah, and I liked this. I, d- I did like this film, and I'm <laughs> I'm just about to laugh. So before we actually get into it, I did text you this, and I, I completely forgot I did it. But I rented it from Amazon Prime Video because I was hungover, and I just I was just like, you know, yeah. I can't be bothered to look any further, so I'm just gonna rent it. And it came up, and oh, I was yeah. watch- and I was watching it, and in my hungover state, I was like, fucking hell, these. These opening credits go on for a long time. I was like, first producer, second producer, fucking handyman. God, they're all getting a fucking mention. I didn't know that Amazon Prime had sent it to the end of the film. So I watched the end of the film and then it just stopped and I was like... The end? What? (laughs) Well, I was, yeah, I I just assumed that the opening credits were the end credits and vice versa. So I I was doing really well. I watched five minutes of credits and it was going fantastically. Nice. So let's start from the very beginning of it. There's a woman coming in off a night shift, or no, it's a day shift, sorry, and she opens the door, well, actually, she goes to the door and it's already wide open. Do you know, do you know it is the woman? You know the first Halloween where, when the- It's the doctor's, Dr. It's, Loomis's- It's the nurse, nurse that isn't it? is in the car with Dr. Loomis when yeah. Michael, like, that Michael took the car off her, like, she was in the car. Yeah. I think. No, I you think, are right, you yeah, are right, I, think, I, I remember, I remember something about that. 
But the first thing she does is goes to the neighbour's house. She doesn't go in the door. Fucking good plan, huh? Yeah. Like, go straight smart. to the neighbours. That's the best way to go. And there's, uh, the neighbour's kids are in, and she's sort of like, well, I need to ring the police, blah, blah, blah. And they decide to go in and check it out. And so there's the guy with the hockey stick, the kid with yeah. the hockey stick. He's walking around checking the place out. And I do like the fact that he goes into the kitchen and grabs beaters and he's like, oh yeah, somebody made a real mess yeah, in the kitchen. Yeah, he shits himself and yeah, knocks it around and he's him. like, oh, they, they messed up your kitchen really bad too. But her office has been ransacked and that's because I presume Laura Strode's it, file Yeah, it's Michael looking there. for Laura Strode's file. I've just shot myself. <laughs> <laughs> so for those that need narration, my cats are currently fighting within the blinds. Over the jewel. In the blinds. I mean, I don't know why they're picking the blinds. Battle of the bay window. You're so fucking proud of that one, aren't you? <laughs> right, anyway, let's, uh, let's carry on until we shift just leave, just leave yeah. to Let's just leave them to have it out, yeah. So the the kid comes out and is like, there's nothing there, you're absolutely fine. And she goes in. Like, I wouldn't go back on that little shit's word. Yeah, can I just say that there's... And I, I don't like picking points out of films that I enjoy, but we, well, have, we have to do it. Wait till Thursday. Yeah, the... <laughs> She, she rings the police when it's broad daylight and it doesn't look like it's getting dark. Um, and the cops said 15 minutes, but then when she goes into the neighbour's house, it's pitch black outside. So mm-hmm. I know it's not major, but I just yeah. I just thought, oh, there's a bit of a continuity error there. So we learned that she worked with Dr. Loomis. There is a picture of Dr. Loomis in her office and Laura Strode's file is missing and Michael was behind her, which I thought was an excellent... Um, yeah. Like little thing there. She runs left next door and runs in to find Jimmy, I believe his name is the kid. Yeah. And his head's been caved, like his face caves in with his own ice hockey skate, which is pretty vile. Yeah. And it's the same, though. same scream kill, kill score. They use the same yeah, I didn't know score of scream. I was like, holy shit. She does put up a good fight, but he slits her throat. And that's pretty much the end of her. Now, this is. The, the, the so we cut back we cut forward sorry to Laurie Strode but she's not Laurie Strode anymore she's Kerry Tate and she's supposed to have been killed in an automobile yeah, I, accident I, I never knew that she faked her own death until I watched it most recently but I will admit I haven't watched this film in like a, a bit and, I mean uh, it's understandable why yeah she did I, it. I just didn't know that she faked her own death yeah so she's Kerry Tate but it was very confusing because we're not sure on how much the son knows until a little bit yeah. later on I was like does he always know that she was Kerry Tate like what like does does he know she's Laurie Strode? The, yeah, the the thing that baffles me is one. I don't understand. Don't baffle me. I just and it, this isn't like picking points, is it? It ruins a movie. But one, I don't really understand why an old nurse would have a record of Laurie Strode, like, and what happened to her after. No, after after she's like, not in it, a position it, of that, power. That, is that's she? that's policing business. It's nothing to do with health, like health records. Mm. And two. For one, how how is the information that Laurie could still be alive available to Michael Myers? How does he know? Yeah. How has that information gotten like, back to where him? Is... Like, he, he might have heard that she died, which is probably more likely than the fact that he heard that she faked her own death and has now moved away. Like, mm. unless it's just pure obsession and he just wants to... He just followed yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I just thought, how has that information got back to Michael Myers that she faked her own death? I mean... Being the, it looks like a pretty prestigious boarding school. Like mm. it looks like it's a decent yeah. place to work. So maybe there was like an article. It wasn't ever yeah. explained, so we don't know. Yeah. But maybe there was an article saying she'd taken over as headmistress or yeah. something like that to describe it. But it'd have been nice to have that in there. Like have it'd have been nice to see like um, Michael having some sort of shrine on his hospital yeah. wall or something like that, like detailing where she was. And or even just like a clip of him over here in a conversation or something that's, that that states, explains oh, she, it away. She, didn't die. she faked her own death. Yeah, definitely. But Josh Hartnett's in this film and plays a son. This was Josh Hartnett's very first film debut, I believe. Was it? Yeah, and he was really good in it. I but... watched him in um, Pearl Harbor the other day. Mm. Never he's seen in, it before. Is um, in Penny Dreadful as well. You know that TV series that I really liked with yeah. Ava Green in it. Yeah, she's uh, he's in that as well. But he, it seems like a decent enough mother and son relationship on the outset until you get a little bit further into it. So she's having what looks like a night terror. Yeah, and. Josh wakes her up. I, I don't even know his name. Do you know his name? Mm, no. But by, by the way, we did say that John or Charlie. We, we haven't it's either this. John or Charlie. Normally we watch these. John. Every, it's John. Normally we watch these irritatingly late when we're supposed to record. We'll watch it the night before or something. We whereas now we've watched before. it a couple of weeks. I mean, ago. if we were really dedicated and had a bit of commitment about us, we probably could have watched it again. But we don't have that in us. 
it's it's bad enough that you know we've, we've left it this long. We've left we'll it just this get long. it done. Exactly. So he's wanting to go. Episode hundred, guys. <laughs> the, the passion. <laughs> we are dedicated. But it's yeah, he wants to go camping with the rest of his like class, I suppose, and but she won't let him go, especially because of the fact it's on Halloween and you know, she seems very protective of him and she's also suffering from hallucinations, Laurie. Now whether that's down to PTSD, alcoholism, or a bit of both. This is something I think the film does really well. I think it it, it portrays a real like a really realistic picture of how you'd feel like like the law is strode in H2O, it seems like it, it more, it definitely does work with the H2O, uh, the Laurie Strode that was left after Halloween 2. Yeah. She's, because Laurie Strode, as we saw throughout two films, was a strong final girl. And then in, in now, now in her life, she's, she's moved on. She's a woman of power. She's like the headmistress mm. of a boarding school. Yeah. She's, she seems quite screwed on, quite organised, but she still has that side to her that's, terrified and part of her still stuck she, in the yeah, past yeah she, she can't let it go is. like it, it, it still travels with her wherever she goes and that I, I think the film did a really good job of making like the continuity lined up like it was a believable laurie strode that you'd think yeah that matches up with how that that is how someone would behave after be going through the experience you went through it did and you know even though halloween h2o doesn't count in the reboot outline of halloween one halloween two and then halloween and then halloween kills yeah like, I feel like the Halloween 2000 and, I want to say, 18 reboot, I feel like that's what it was. Yeah, it was. The 2018 reboot, it it portrayed Laurie in quite a overhyped, look, not overhyped, over-dramatised way, like the way she set traps around the house and stuff yeah. like But the, this one had a good balance of the idea, yeah, she was reliant on alcohol, she was very anxious, she tried to keep it together, but yeah. she struggled, she was still stuck in the past. I feel like H2O did a better job of portraying a more realistic Laurie Strode, even though Laurie Strode in the 2018 kicks ass, yeah, like, she's the, amazing. The, the 2018 one's a lot more, well, the, now we've seen Halloween um, Kills as well, mm. as well as the Halloween reboot, they're, 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 they're like horror action films, like there's a lot more that goes on, it's a lot more guns, traps, like explosions, fire, whereas this one is more of, of a stalking film, it is yeah. more like, like, like I said, like the original. So yeah. it, it would explain, like Halloween 2018, they had to make it crazy to explain all the traps and the guns and, Stuff like that, whereas this one it is just like it feels like a more realistic interpretation of how Laurie Strode would be twenty years later. Yeah, definitely. And this bit, right? Okay, so every time I think of Halloween, there's one scene in particular that gets me, and it's the bit with the toilet. And I can never fucking remember which Halloween it is, and it's this yeah, Halloween. It's well, yeah. So this bit terrifies me. This, alongside Scream Two, this is what made me afraid of public toilets yeah. and so there's a woman and a little girl and they go to the, the driving and they stop off at this restroom this public restroom that's like out in the field in the middle of nowhere and there's an, only one other car there so they try to go to the uh, ladies bathroom but that's shut off so they decide to go to the men's instead so there's the little girl in one cubicle and the mum in the other i wonder how long he was waiting in there in the yeah, toilets probably a while well he waited in a Mental asylum. Michael, Michael Myers is the most patient of serial killers. So he was sitting, waiting in the uh, ladies' toilets, and then when they went into the men's, they like they were both in there. She put a bag on the floor, and she was like the little girl was like singing while she was having a wee, and the one was sitting there, and then the girl stopped, and you could hear the door open because she kept the door open with a brick yeah. to the like the men's restroom, and the door shut, and it went absolutely silent. And then suddenly the bag just was removed yeah, by her hand and she was petrified. And she did the right thing. She doesn't say anything. And, she, you know, the, the little girl then screams and she runs out. And actually it's just the girl screaming because of a spider that it, was in there. I found it quite strange how, like, this this film, it takes an hour into the film before a main plot kill. Mm. I think the, 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 there's a kill, obviously there's a kill at the start with the nurse and the ice skate. Mm -hmm. And then there's an hour until the next one. Yeah, and it's a long time. The, the thing is, I, I, and this isn't like a, a critique of the film. Like it's, it's just I think it adds to the fascination of Michael Myers. Why did he let them people live? Because we know we know he's not bothered if the kids. He's not. He's not bothered if the women. He's not bothered if the helpless. If the car. If the. If they portray no threat to him, he'll just kill him anyway. So I wonder why. Maybe he didn't want to leave a trace. I don't, I don't know. It, it just, it's strange to me that he, he leaves some but not others. See, up until the point of 
when we got back to like Halloween and the 2018 and Halloween Kills, I always saw Michael Myers sort of like the creeper in, as in he only takes who he wants to and anybody else he doesn't, he's not particularly bothered about, he'll just leave alone. And that's how I sort of saw Michael. I didn't see him as like raising anything The reboots changed that though because he just goes yeah. on a fucking mad killing spree. But the reboots change that. Well, the reboot flips it on its head and makes makes you question what if he's just not obsessed with Laurie? Like, because he, he gets brought to Laurie every time, doesn't he? In the reboots, yeah. it's always other people like, he's not actively looking for Laurie. So that, I, we've got to remember that the reboots weren't out at this point. So anything yeah. like that interpretation shouldn't be considered. Yeah, so the we learn that Laurie and the guidance counsellor and I don't have a freaking clue who the guidance counsellor is. I think it's Will. Yeah, that sounds right. So Laurie and Will, the guidance counsellor, are together. That's a very important thing to note because later on, you know, it it forms a good yeah. kill. And we also meet LL Cool J, who I, I didn't know. have a fucking clue was in this film. Did you not? No, I was so happy when I saw him. I was like, shut the up. The worst security guard in existence. The worst security let, guard in existence. He lets kids leave the premises. Just opens the fucking a, gate. After being caught several times, it sounds like. And then also Michael Myers just fucking jukes him by leaving a car parked outside. And that, yeah. he just gains en- entry that way. I just put, LL Cool J, you hit my bird. <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah. I, was like, I was laughing for ages after that. And it makes me laugh because he, he doesn't clearly want to be a security guard. He wants to write a yeah, and he's just on the phone to his girlfriend reading, reading out this erotica. Novels, yeah. It's so funny. I, was it this film? I'm sure. I think it might be this film. I think I heard this on Dead Meat. He was actually scripted to die in this film, but his agent or someone or his manager kicked off about it and they made him live because he. I think that was Deep Blue Sea. Was it? Yeah. Uh, might be Deep he Blue Sea. He was meant to die. Right. Same, same thing. Same thing. Michael Myers is like a shark. You can't kill a little He cool only day. moves forward. Michael Myers is a mm-hmm. shark. Possibly. That's it. Plot point. So, Laurie and Will go for lunch. Is and... he a Nazi shark? That's what I want to know. Those five minutes would have been so much more entertaining if, Michael, <laughs> if that shark had a Hello, Michael Myers. <laughs> you ate my bird. <laughs> right, so, back on it. Laurie and Will go out for lunch. And this is the first time we see Laurie's like has got a problem yeah. with alcohol because he leaves so he nips out to go do something and Laurie orders another glass of wine even though it's half like well three quarters yeah. full and while he's gone to go get her another glass of wine she downs yeah. the first glass I've got to remember that it's on Halloween night though isn't it so yeah, like, maybe in... that's a really like because she doesn't like what, uh, her character seems quite stable mm. and, but, but we're only seeing her on Halloween night she doesn't look rough like she drinks all the time or she, she seems like quite well presented yeah. so I'm guessing it is just around the Halloween time of year she uh, she hits a bottle. Yeah, but at this point, John and Charlie have both gone out because for various reasons, John, Charlie and their girlfriends are not allowed to go on this camping trip. Yeah. So they've gone out to get supplies because they're going to do a nice romantic meal and have fun and just enjoy Halloween night inside the school instead. Yeah. And uh, Laurie catches them. We know This is where we learn that John knows about Michael Myers as well. This is really interesting. So he says, you know, he talks about it being a brother... And, you he's know, so he, insensitive. He about is very it. Really insensitive. insensitive. But at the same time, like as a kid, just growing up watching, like if, if at the end of the day, how John, I suppose how John would see it is, his mum beat a killer when she was younger. That killer got one last chance to kill her in the same night. Yeah. And didn't, and they've heard nothing since. And so that you know it it must and he's locked up. He's in like the most secure prison yeah. ever. Well, mental asylum ever. So he's not. It's sort of the idea of why you're still hanging on to this. Like he's not turned up for twenty years. Why is he going to turn up now? So yeah, I can understand the, the, why you've he's... got you've got to understand it because if you say if you put yourself as a character in this film, like what you everything you just said is true. At this point, we know there's been a Halloween one, two, four, five, six. Yeah, like, we've seen all the ways of tried to kill him and he can't. So. In our head, we don't, we don't, when we're, when the consumer is watching a film, you don't take into account what the character knows mm. or what the character's been aware of. It's what we know. So we're like, you can't kill him. Is yeah. this, is that? Whereas they're just like, it was just a, it's a psychopath. Exactly. It went on a, like, it killed a few teenagers and a mechanic, because we don't forget the mechanic is always forgotten about when they talk about him in the film. They, and they, nurses. They, yeah, they always forget about the mechanic at the start. Of the, when they, they always go, oh, he killed so and so many teenagers. And the mechanic. And, and the mechanic. <laughs> um, that's all they know. To them, it's just your your run of the mill serial killer, like went who snapped. Yeah. But to us, is this invincible being that that can't be stopped? So you, like you said, you've got to understand that 
that's probably how I'd look at it as well. Like in in the, in the real yeah, world, like, it's just it's just a side. Yeah, it's locked like it's away happened. now. It's done. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can understand where he comes from with that, but we learn as well. We see that the car that he stole from the toilet is watching. Yeah, Laurie and they, John. They, this have is that what I mean episode. by bringing it back to that its roots, like old school. Like you see it in the it like it's, it's iconic in the first one. You see the. I don't think it's a police car, but it's Dr. Loomis's car, like, luring around the yeah. town and you see him stood behind the car at school and it brings back them types of shots, which are what Michael Myers was so scary. It, it's them shots where he's, he's always about, like, it's, it makes you feel like someone's always there. And also, can I add as well, once again, back to that time on a tradition question, who the fuck taught Michael Myers to drive? Yeah, we'll never know. Like, it's been in a... A insane asylum since he was like six years Maybe old. Maybe he did an, an online course on Skillshare. If you want to sponsor a Skillshare, to sponsor a lot of people, probably don't even know we exist. Maybe he did an online course. People, people who listen. Maybe know some we other, exist. some maybe some other absolute psychopath taught him how to drive. Maybe in an asylum. Maybe have you ever thought like you know like do you think true crime? Do you, totally off topic. Do you think serial killers listen to true crime podcasts to sort of? Maybe I think like for inspiration. I, possibly, yeah. I think I think I think if you're a serial killer, you like it's I, to me a, the, the definition of a serial killer. It, it's like a sport to them. So yeah, they pro- they probably would. Can yeah. you imagine? Do you like? Can you? There, there is a possibility that a serial killer has listened to our Jack, podcast. Jack Jack spoke about this when he had some last on doing true crime. It was a few years ago for the Halloween segment. Like they did, they did, I think for the whole of November, October. I think for the whole of October they did a um, Halloween H2O everybody <laughs> they did a like a, a Halloween month and they had this true crime lass on and she says like she gets worried sometimes because she gets that many listeners they're like what if one of them is a serial killer and what if one of them becomes obsessed with yeah, her can or you wants imagine? To, yeah. not us like because we are not important yeah but, but yeah the, the thought is there like the can you imagine like the, the, the podcast killer yeah <gasps> maybe we should no <laughs> We, we know that we like we can't slate the motive of what we watched yesterday and then become podcast killers. Oh. But we can't. We're not speak right. Oh, not even. No, cut it back. Cut it back. Right. So Josh is um, Josh. Damn it, John. John is planning a cute surprise in the school, and it's just like a meal for Molly. And what makes me laugh as well is like he finally admits to Molly that this is the reason why everything's closed off and why his mum's such a nut yeah. at Halloween. And he's like, oh yeah, my because my uncle was a serial killer. Blah blah blah. And she doesn't even fucking question it she's just like oh right okay that's you know that is what it is yeah but then laurie seems to sort of evaluate the situation and as a peace offering she gives john permission to go camping and um, which would ruin all their plans that yeah. they made for school so he decides not to go but makes out to laurie yeah. that he is going so that means that it's put john out of the picture but actually he's secretly still yeah. in the picture and we then get the secretary you don't know the second. Oh, it's, Do you know the it's the, is it the isn't is it the woman who played Psycho or a mother? But, both. Is it? What do you mean both? It's Jamie Lee Curtis's mom. Oh yeah. Janet oh Lee, yeah. And it's a, yeah. It's a woman, woman who plays Psycho. Yeah. Yeah, and she's a mama. It's a nice and, little homage Jack to the, to what started the Sasha craze. Yeah, it's and she says, "Can I give you a little maternal advice?" And I was yeah. like, "Oh, it's a mom. That's so cute." But hello, cool J. So this is the bit where everything starts kicking off. The, a car pulls up to the gates, the headlights are still on, and LL Cool J's trying to be like, well, who is it, blah, blah, blah. He just fucking opens the just gate. opens the gate, yeah. Goes out, looks in the dr- passenger side, there's nobody there, looks in the driver's side, nobody there. And he, he just sees it as, oh, shit. Again, Sad. why does Michael Myers at LL Cool J live? I do not understand. This, I think this more goes to the idea of he just wants to kill everybody that's related to... Laurie and a friend, like anything that'll hurt Laurie. But he kills, he, he kills the students, and then yeah, but they're linked to. Yeah, but he doesn't know that, does it? He doesn't know that. It's, it's but they're all grouped friends. together. I don't, I don't know. I don't know why he lets him live. I, you know, because it's, it's Hello Cool Jim. Yeah, maybe, everybody maybe, maybe game, cool maybe game recognizes game. Maybe he's like, right, he's got the knife. He's <laughs> like, oh fuck, Hello like, Cool best, best Jay, fuck. The final I heard he fucked up some sharks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, Laurie and... Yeah, sorry, now I'm going back. So, Charlie goes off to go get some booze. And also, Laurie sees Michael and closes her eyes and is still there because this is actually Michael this yeah. time. And the guidance counsellor interrupts her. Laurie and the guidance counsellor are kissing. And, oh, fucking nearly what it's a Vaughn when they were kissing. He's kissing and eating. Mm. 
Who the fuck kisses and eats? Not many people. What ima- like imagine if a bit of some like imagine if you and Shah were kissing a bit of her. Would you not vomit? <laughs> yes. I like would. I would just be like. Then he dropped. <laughs> then it, I can't remember the exact line, but I've got it noted down that he drops a line about nipple piercings or something. Which I found a bit fucking strange. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, he drops a line. I'm, I'm sure he mentioned something about getting his nipples pierced or something. I just thought, fucking hell, that's a bit weird. <laughs> uh, it's just, just a bit weird to bring a bit up. Weird. But Laurie then sort of like decides that enough is enough and she needs to confront her past. And so she tells Will, I'm Laurie Strode. Yeah. And I, I liked his reaction because at first he's like, yeah, fuck off. Because she's dead. Yeah, he's mocking it. And he, 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 but he thinks it's a joke. He thinks he's going like, he's just going along with the joke mm. kind of. Thing. But Will doesn't believe her, but then she starts to tell him everything, and he's like, Oh, holy shit, no, you are Laurie Strode. Like, this is a real thing. Yeah. And it cuts um, back to Laurie realizing that John hasn't gone camping, and she goes in search of them. So it, she knows something's not right. She, the the link up between, the, like, Laurie suddenly snaps because um, her son's just turned 17, and the attacks happened to her when they're 17. I thought. Bit, it's a bit, bit of a stretch. Yeah, it's a bit of a stretch. Like, oh my god, he's seventeen. Like, oh, yeah, you knew he was going to be seventeen for a whole Shit. for a whole sixteen years. You knew that one day he will become seventeen. And what? I, what? I, like, I'd love for a behind the scenes. I'd love someone to strap a GoPro on Michael Myers' head because I want to see all the groundwork he puts in, like cutting <laughs> fo- cutting phone lines, turning circuit breakers off because she tries to use a phone and it's dead and. Like lights out working. Yeah, I mean, I just he, want to see the groundwork. He, he makes puts an in. effort. Yeah, like, he nobody does. can say he doesn't try. So Sarah, who is Charlie's girlfriend, goes to find him, and he's gone to find a corkscrew, but ends up dropping it down the disposal. It's, waste it's disposal? Ga- I think it's garbage disposal. Garbage disposal. Yeah, yeah. That they have in America. That what the fuck is that? I think they just. Why I, don't we have those? I, I, I think I think you just put rubbish down it and then don't that shred it up and yeah. go into a bin bag or something. Is that how it works? It's something like that. Because it can't it can't put it down the sink because. Well, I'm taking it from the Flintstones, which is probably not the best thing to do because the garbage disposal and that's a dinosaur. <laughs> but yeah, it's like it chews the food up and then, and then like eats it. Yeah, puts it into a yeah. into the bin or something. I don't know, but yeah. Don't, why don't Why don't we have those? I don't know. There must be a reason. But I don't think I could cope with putting a. They sound fucking loud as well. Just... Yeah, and I don't think I could cope with putting food down the sink. Like it just stresses mm, me out yeah. a bit. Like, what if you had a I don't know, like a plum tomato, and the it was just like the right size for her to get blocked like you just it's just a lot of effort it's not somewhere you want to shove your hand down either because it's fucking crazy no. I mean, they give me anxiety yeah. like watching him as he was trying to like put his hand down the disposal thing and seeing michael myers behind him i was like oh fucking hell here we go but michael myers comes back from behind with the infamous cgi mask <laughs> fucking hell what was they doing there what well <laughs> like, I, I, from my understanding, I think they did reshoots and like did they just not have the masks available? Like, because they it's only on there for about two seconds, but it they, is funny. It turned this kid turns around and Michael's there, but he's there in this horrible CGI mask, and I I mean fucking horrible. <laughs> it, like, it looks ridiculous, and for you'd think if it was a CGI mask, you like like I said, I think it's on there for a couple of seconds, and this may sound quite pedant, pedant, pedantic. Just cut it down to one second at least because I don't need to look at that. It, it just looks like a video game. It is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And it's but it's it's one of the and the thing is it's one of the standout points in this film now. It's what like a lot of YouTube. It's the humour, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. It's what a lot of horror channels on YouTube and stuff like whenever they mention H2O, they mention the mask. Look, horror films fuck up with CGI. Yeah. It's a thing. The do. Thursday. Wait to <laughs> Thursday. Um. But yeah. Uh, Sarah's gone to find him, and we don't see Charlie's death. We don't do see we? him get killed. It's an no. death. We see the aftermath of it later. Yeah, which so looks good. Charlie's Sarah goes to find him, and Charlie's throat slit in the dumb waiter. And the, you, you can tell that he used a corkscrew to slit his throat, and it, it's the, all jagged. Yeah, it looks good. It's, it's, it, it, it's it looks really good. But she has to jump in and go up. Because she's got no other option because Michael's coming after her. Yeah. So she goes up in this dumbway at this bit. I actually just went, I went, Ugh! because I don't know what it is, but the breaking of bones just freaks me yeah. out. And she's trying to get out of the dumbwaiter in time. But as she does, Michael slits the rope underneath and the dumbwaiter comes crashing down and it just smashes yeah. her leg. Like it just flattens it. Like her leg is fucked. Like that would be amputated. There's no coming yeah. back from that. And it was it was disgusting. I can't cope with not it. Pretty, was it. It was not pretty, but it's also like pretty much sealed a fate because she's not going to be able to get anywhere. At this point, um, we do do we see 
We don't see her death either, either um, do we? I don't think so. Oh, no, wait, we must do, because I remember seeing her and Michael. But I remember sat, seeing us, like... Yeah, crawling, crawling on the floor, yeah. But do we see her actually die? I don't, you, you, it's rare you see him in these films, isn't it? You don't see, like, no. the actual kill. So, but we do see the aftermath of that as well. So, John and Molly are going hunting for Charlie and Sarah because they've not been back for a while. They turn the kitchen light on to find Sarah hanging Casey Becker style yeah, from it. Yeah, it was a good, it's a good With shot, the light, yeah. like, just, like, again, in the centre Again, I want to see Michael put her up there. I want to see the groundwork he puts in. I know, I be, feel like he's so... Must be a so, strong fucking light fitting. He's so undervalued. Would a light fit... Would there be a light fitting able to do that? Yeah, probably. She don't... Would she, that light fitting be able to handle it? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's... It, Come it, on, but, Mr. Electrician. Yeah, fucking hell. <laughs> I, I don't know, maybe. Maybe in Hollywood, definitely in Hollywood. But. Definitely in Hollywood. But, yeah, so she's hanging from it, and it's a really cool scene, does, I, I like that. And it does pay homage to Scream, like that is, yeah. it's, one of the, it's one of the scenes that is quite similar towards it. So they run, Michael ends up grabbing Molly, but John beats the fuck out yeah, of him. Yeah, he saves her. Ends up getting stabbed in the leg, which sort of slows him down in the process. Now this bit is so fucking tense. Th- this I bit, hate... it's one of the most intense scenes in, in horror that I can think of. I hate of. key it, scenes. To, to me, it's on par with, maybe just below, but it is on par with Scream 2. Two when they're chasing, chasing in the, Gale. In the, yeah, in the, the, um, in the sound booth. Yeah, and they're chasing, like they're going around corners and yeah. stuff. It's I on, fucking it's on, hate that scene. Like, you, like, Michael's fucking going through these keys, finding it, and fucking Laurie's there. Laurie can see it. Yeah, it's it's really tense. But it's the it's the gate bit. So they, they end up running towards this gate. She's got the keys, and she drops the keys. They're trying to unlock the door. They can't work out which key it is. And they just manage to get there in the nick of time, but she drops the keys again. And he's walking towards them and she's trying yeah. to grab the keys through the door and she doesn't make it in time and he sort of looks down. It, it's a realisation, yeah. Like for, Michael, obviously, there's no expression in his face because it's a mask, but you can just tell that like, a light bulb goes dick. off in his head and <laughs> picks up these keys. And then this, probably, arguably... Th- th- I know def- exactly what you're going to say. This definitely isn't the best film uh, in the Halloween franchise but I'd probably say the window shot in H2O is, exactly. is the most iconic shot out of that's what I re- that's what I remember between that and the first Halloween with Jamie Lee with him coming out of the shadows yes like, or, or maybe the um, cupboard scene when she's in the cupboard with the coat oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, I'd, but I'd say well. this like when you think when you think of Laura Schroeder and Michael Myers it's that shot where there's all the set, all this separate them is this little circle window in the eye to eye like, and they're just looking at it, each because other it, uh, but this is why I think this film works well in the build up because like I said there's an hour between a kill at one point um, it's quite a slow burner but like it, it leads up to that moment of that like it's face to face again and I, I like the way how in this in this film Laurie isn't running anymore she's she runs for parts of it obviously but it's not it, it's almost like she's not turning her back on him anymore she's facing him it's yeah, Laurie versus it's Michael like this is... and it's just it, it just looks so aesthetically pleasing this little circular window where they can just look at each that's other that's it it's just it's, their faces. yeah it's like the pinnacle isn't it that, that is it it is amazing and so they, they end up running around a bit more and uh, there's they lock they they sort of shut John and Molly away for the moment. Yeah. And there's Will and Laurie. Now Will thinks he sees Michael Myers coming out from behind them and he shoots, but it's not him, it's LL Cool J. I, I'd love to go back and slow it down. I didn't at the time because I was watching it on a, a legal site. An a legal site. Wink wink. Yeah. A completely um, you it just that sounded like illegal site. Fuck's sake. A Legal, legal site and I'd love to go back because I am positive that for the first half second of that because you see a silhouette coming at the end of the hallway it's Michael it's not LL Cool yeah. J because I'm sure you can see fragment like the shadow of, of, the his, of his hair yeah so and then uh, Will is, is, is it Will yeah, it's Will, Will shoots him and it's LL Cool J uh, and blood's put you think he's dead I thought he was yeah. dead because I couldn't remember this film so I was like oh god they've killed LL Cool J but then Will gets stabbed by Michael and killed and it's pretty fucking brutal like he gets a knife to the back yeah. and it's he's just pulled it up, up yeah. and he, he's done for now then Laurie goes to John and Molly and she says 
you need to go. She says, go to the Beckers, go down the road yeah. into the Beckers. Now, this is one of my fun facts, which I'm going to say now. So in Scream, in the original opening kill with Drew Barrymore as Casey Becker, when the parents are looking for Casey and they realise something's wrong, the dad tells the mum to go over to the Mackenzie's, which was a homage to Halloween. Yeah. So Halloween then paid the favour back and say, go down the road to the Beckers, which was Casey Becker and Scream. And Did I just fucking love when they do stuff like that. I'd imagine, I'm guessing it is, but I'd imagine in, in the new Scream, one of the characters' names, last names is Carpenter. Yeah, I'm is. guessing that's a, a homage to John Carpenter. Yeah. yeah. I thought yeah. it would be. There's somebody Carpenter... It's the lead, Samantha Carpenter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Tara Carpenter. Yeah. Yeah. So she, they they run out and Laurie stays instead. So Michael's, Michael dropping down from that fucking pipe. But before that though, I want like the, the, this film is just good. It just is good, a a good Halloween film. It's like Laurie's turning point. Like she, like the actual, it's like the, it displays the fact that Laurie is not scared anymore. She's not because a victim. She gets to the gate. They've got it, there's a really intense scene where they get in the car and Michael's coming out and they they escape. Laurie gets to the gate, gets through the gate. Like that's it. You've escaped. You can leave. But Laurie turns around to us, a son and his girlfriend, and says, "You leave. I'm staying. I've got to finish this." Yeah. And that, that worked out so well. That shot of her walking back with the accent around it's fucking so it badass. Sick. Like that shot of her just walking because for one, I, I like we hadn't spoken about it, but. I really like the setting for this film, which is hard because a lot of, like, when, when you're... It's like Scream will always be Woodsboro and yeah. Halloween will always be Hattonfield. So when they're taken out of that, you're kind of instantly like, ew, like, where is this? Like, is this, isn't, this isn't what I know, but... Even though only three out of five were set in Woodsboro. Yeah, yeah. Because there was Windsor College it, and yeah, Hollywood. But yeah. it, it always feels better when you're, they're in the home yeah. turf, like where it all started. But I really did like the setting of this, the, the, the boarding school. And that shot of her just walking back up the, the curb like, and going towards the, the boarding school again. It's, it's like she chose guaranteed temporary safety over I want to go and take him down. It's just such a fucking... It's like, right, now it is Laurie versus Michael. Yeah. She's, 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 she's The hunter has become... The, no, the hunted has become the hunter. Like she's turning around and going back. She's to not Michael. Perry Tate anymore. She's Laura yeah, Strode. Exactly. She's abandoned that identity yeah, ex- to become who exactly. she is. Exactly. That's a good point. It's like she's she's accepted that this is a fate. She's got to go back and fight him. Yeah. And then this is where the, that shot that of Michael comes down. Drop. Yeah. He's done it in a few films now, hasn't sick. he? He is good at it. And Laurie gets slashed, but she does run. And this, oh my god! This, once again, this is so intense. So the bit where she's hiding under the tables. And he walks in and he's standing yeah, on top again, of the table. It's intense, isn't it? It's it a scary is. scene. And she's running against these tables, under these tables, and she's running back and forth and he's just chasing her yeah, and flipping her. tables. But he's enjoying it. Yeah, he, it's he, scary. You can see that he, he's enjoying it. But she ends up uh, stabbing him with a flagpole. Mm. And Flagpole sitter. Yeah, javelin's the other. I like how she javelins the other one and then searches for a knife. Like yeah. she's like, no, I, I need to get. She's about to do it as well, but LL Full J fucking comes in. Full J. And fucking <laughs> LL Full J comes in and spells the party. You you've made that's that's good. That's like, that, I can't claim credit for that. That's what Dead Meat calls him in some of his kill counts when he makes mistakes. LL Full J. Is it? <laughs> yeah. What he calls him. I think it might be in Deep Blue Sea actually he calls him it. That's funny. But yeah, he comes in and stops Laurie putting the final fucking blows down on her. Yeah, he down says on Matt. She's, he's dead. And he's it, dead. he just sat there like just fucking leave her be. Just let her, let just her, let her obliterate yeah. him. But she drops the weapon and they uh that's it. That they, he's carried off in a in a body bag, and all is well apparently yeah. until it's not. So Laurie is watching as they bundle dead Michael in a body bag into the morgue fucking van or whatever yeah. it is, and she suddenly grabs a gun from the. She takes it off an officer. Yeah, like, the officer and, and holds him up. She points a gun at an officer. So and in, says, "So instantly, she should be locked up for that. Like, yeah. in real life, she would be locked up for that. You've you've held an officer at gunpoint yeah. with his own gun." And she uh, she gets the keys to the van and she drives off with him. And at this point, she fucking knows he's coming back. Like I'd she love to know where she was planning knows. on taking him. By the way, because obviously, what happens? The the ambulance flips and he he does end up being beheaded. But well, I thought where she was, she was planning just, to take him. I don't think she was planning to take him anywhere. I thought she just planned to keep on driving till he woke up. Do you reckon? Yeah, I don't think she had any specific place in I mind. I thought she was taking him to kill him somewhere. Like, but I was wondering where the fuck he'd taken him. Would have been back, good if it had been back to the Myers house. 
Yeah, but how, how far away is that? I'd, I'd imagine you shouldn't live close. That would have been quite a long journey. <laughs> Ten minutes down the road. How do you explain that to border control? And it's just sort of, you've got a body bag in the back. Yeah, just... there's a long story for this. Just hold the gun up again. It works. It's, pro- it's probably time. not dead, so just leave it yeah, out. Yeah, just you? don't move. <laughs> So Michael's moving in the bag in the rear view mirror seat and there's a couple of times where he starts moving, she looks and he's still. Yeah. And then eventually it's she like, sees he, him she sees about. him. So he ends up going, after a bit of a struggle, he ends up going through the window because she ends up having to break and she then proceeds to mow him down yeah, as he, well while he, she's at it. And yeah. falls down, falls down a cliff. And he gets crushed by a tree. Yeah, you can hit, you can hit, like, I like the way his body moves when it, like, because it, I'd imagine, I'd imagine, I'd imagine something like that, like, you've, you've absolutely fucking severed your nerves and stuff, so I'd imagine your body would be twitching a little bit. Yeah. But it's this, Michael Myers is just twitching, like, he's trapped in between a fallen tree and the van, like, he's fucked, he's not, he's not moving anywhere. He ain't going anywhere. He's he's there for the taking with Laurie. But then he, uh... He goes to, he begs her for help. He like holds his hand up, like he holds his hand out and she goes, they, they touch hands very briefly yeah. and then she just fucking lobs his head off with an axe. So we are now led to believe that that is the death of Michael Myers. And I fucking, like, we find out in Resurrection, it that is Resurrection, not, isn't yeah, it? That it's what not. an unworthy film to, to take over from this one, but it, we, Look, fa- we found Resurrection out was a fucking golden gem that was around. before its time. We find out that when the coroner or the medic came to pick up Michael's body, Michael crushed his um, throat so that he couldn't speak anymore, swapped clothes with him, so Michael was now dressed as the medic, and Mm -hmm. the medic was now dressed as Michael Myers, hence why he was in the body bag. Um, And Laurie had killed an innocent man. Laurie killed an innocent man, but, like, when you already know this, I I don't... Oh, God... I kind of, I kind of wish that the twist was revealed in the same film. Yeah. But Laurie said, like it, it was Laurie's decision. See, she said, "No, I want people to believe that Michael is now dead. Like, I want people to think that that's it. Now I've killed mm-hmm. him until the next film." But when you watch it back, knowing who's in that bag, why the fuck did the medic just do the Undertaker yeah. sit up and do, yeah, like are you <laughs> trying to act, are you try, yeah, yeah, are you trying to act possessed? Like, surely you'd roll off and fall on the floor. And Can like, you imagine him laying there like that? Right, I might as well act this, this out. Just goes, it's like fucking hell. <laughs> Can you imagine if he's like, right, I might as well just play it out, fuck it. Yeah, isn't it? So <laughs> I'll, well, what, I'll give the ambulance if, worker if, if a good he, scare. If, if he feels a mask and he's like, oh, when in Rome, and then just sits <laughs> up like that. I'll, I'll give Paul a good scare in the front of the seat. <laughs> 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 His wife, Sheila, will love to hear this story. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. That's how he dies. What a hero. And that's, that's the end of the film. But it does make sense while he's trapped against a tree, he's feeling his faith because he's like, shit, I've got the mask yeah. on. Yeah, and he's but begging it, her for it, help. Yeah, it, it, does play, it plays both ways because you do feel like, oh, that's Michael, now he's, now he's fucked. He's like, oh, no, I'm, I'm just your brother, I want, I want yeah. help. But it also works, it makes sense where he's feeling his faith because he's like, oh, what's on my head? It's a mask. But well, then she didn't fucking learn a lesson because in Resurrection, he held out his fucking hand to her then threw yeah. her off the crane after stabbing her. But Resurrection's a shit film, so. It's before his time, Oliver. I've just realised you're wearing a fucking Udi or a, with your cat's faces on it. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I will only just notice that a bit. Yes, I am. People <laughs> staring me straight in the fucking face. And Angus. Don't forget and Angus. Angus. <laughs> How could I forget? <laughs> it looks like she's a corpse on that photo. If you put your load up, there's one on that. Fuck's sake. Who got you that? Me. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let's say what what a great idea. Maybe I should maybe I should like shout out and answer them now. <laughs> Just be like, well, uh, so this <laughs> quick little reference to uh, custom faces Udi. No, custom face hoodies who did an excellent uh, Udi with my cat's faces on. By the way, just getting it out there for the three listeners that are actually still with us after we've been on a hiatus. Yeah. Right. Okay. So first of all, budget. Ooh, 25 million. 17 million. Oh, I'm not a million miles not... away. You are. Miles, not pounds. <laughs> yeah, but it was funny, shut up. You literally just caught... No, <laughs> I'm just going to leave it. What's the box office? Oh, it was a good... 73 million. <gasps> you were so fucking close! 75 million! Oh, that was well, like the closest it's, it's, you've it's, been. It's it in counts, the realms, yeah, but that was that, probably that the closest counts. you've been. Oh, nice. Right, so, behind the scenes. Now, I spent a really long time researching these so you better appreciate them go on then i'm all ears during the scene where norma is leaving she stands in front of the car from psycho in 1960 the music playing in the background at this part is also from psycho janet lee who plays norma played marion in psycho 
The license plate on the car is also the same as the second car Marion buys in Psycho, which is NFB 418, which are Norman Bates' initials. And lastly, Norma is the first name of Norman Bates' mother from Psycho. Nice. So it's very interlinked. Yeah. Even after 20 years, Jamie Lee Curtis said that seeing Michael Myers on set still terrified her. When Jamie Lee Curtis's character says, go down the street to the Beckers, this was supposed to refer to the line from Halloween in 1978, go down the street to the Kenzie's house. The name was changed to Becker, which was the last name of Drew Barrymore's character in Scream. Yeah. During a 2018 interview with Variety, Jamie Lee Curtis said, H2O started out with the best intentions, but it ended up being a money gig. The film had some good things in it. It talked about alcoholism and trauma, but I ended up really doing it for the paycheck. The shortest Halloween movie in the series running at 86 minutes. Yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis's nickname for Chris Durand, who played Michael Myers during filming, was Shapey. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she used to call him. Jamie Lee Curtis refers to the film as Field of Screams. If you build it, they will come. Ooh. She's a bit fucking shady Ooh, bit towards dark, Halloween, yeah. isn't she? Halloween H2O is the seventh film in the series. H2O is the chemical symbol for water, which has a pH balance of seven. Ah, that's why they did it. Uh, is that why they did it or is it a coincidence? Oh, there's got to be a reason why they did yeah, it. It's got yeah. to. Music from Scream in 1996 was added to the chase scenes later on during post-production. Composer John Ottman pres- expressed some displeasure about this action in an interview featured on Halloween 25 Years of Terror, which was released in 2006. Ottman's score was supplemented with Marco Beltrami's scores from Scream, Scream 2 and Mimic by a team of music editors, as well as new cues written by Beltrami during the final days of sound mixing on the film. Bob Weinstein demanded the musical changes after being dissatisfied with Ottoman's score. Oh. Fucking Weinstein's. Fucking everything up again. But it is a sick score. Yeah. And that's it for my fun facts. Right, so my would you rather is... How long did you... Did you spend two weeks on it? Yeah. What do you think you've got more chance of surviving? Being hunted down for 24 hours by... Oh. In fact, no. Not what do you, what do you think you've got more chance of surviving. What would you personally rather do? Would you rather spend 24 hours being possessed or 24 hours on the set of Scream... 24 hours in the Scream 2 cinema, like the theatre. What do you think you've got more... What would you rather put up with? Like, so you, there's just you and Ghostface or, or any slash kill, or any killer in that big theatre or being possessed for 24 hours. What would you rather mm. do if you had to do one? Probably ghost face in the cinema. Really? Because, yeah, because I don't know what I'd do if I was possessed. And you can't prove possession. So I'd probably just end up in jail for murder or something. It's only 24 hours, isn't it? You can cause a lot of havoc I see, I'd, 24 hours. See, I'd probably do the possession, not because I think it's less... It's probably not as good for your health, but... <laughs> I, I just... I the just, cholesterol damage like, is just being It is my absolute worst fucking fear being chased down by someone in a costume. There's a lot of good hiding places, though, in a cinema. Yeah, but I don't want that. I don't want to be fucking sat there thinking that cunt could be outside now. <laughs> like, I just I just couldn't fucking do it. Like, 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 no word of a lie, if that chase scene in Scream 2, and I'd pass out. I'd just... Yeah, you I'd, would. My, I'd just fold. Like, I'd, my whole body would just fold and I'd pass out from pure fear. So, we were... I can't tell you which place it was because I can't remember oh, for the life oh, of me. If I was on that stage when the look up and the scene in the projector room goes... Fucking hell, I'd collapse. I'd, I'd have a heart attack. <laughs> oh, you, no, I thought you meant the theatre from Scream 2 was in, like, the cinema. There's two theatres no, you're talking about. No, I mean, about. the, the, the theatre oh. played, where the, oh, the play. Oh, no, I'm probably possessed. Yeah. Because fuck that sound booth. Yeah, exactly. Fuck that sound booth. That's what I'm saying. That's what you got to survive in. You, oh, you right, know, I get it now. You know he's after you, and he knows that he's no, coming for you. No, fuck that. I'd rather get possessed. Yeah. I'd rather take no responsibility for it. All right. Glad we agree. Wait, I was going to come up with a really good point. Oh, yeah, that was it. So, me and Ollie were... I sent Oliver a TikTok. I can't remember which. I can't remember what the place was, but it's in America somewhere, and they've got an escape room. But the escape room's got a twist oh, on yeah. it, and it's got you can do it with like your favorite serial killers, and Michael Myers is one of them. So you're trying to work out how to get out of this room, but you get some some sort of warning that the serial killers come in, and you've got to hide, and you're not allowed to move I'll or make a sound. Stay completely still, and you've got to stay completely still while he's like walking around, and like he could be like people were hiding under sheets, and he was like right next to you, no and I sent way. it to Oliver. Honestly, there's no. How much way. would you have to be paid to do it? How much? <sighs> like what price? You know, you know what? I think I think I'd do it, but it would be the worst day of my life. Like I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't because we've been saying like I like we complain that oh fucking hell, like, it's hard to get scared by horror films now because we've become numb to 
like the, the cliches of them. Like, obviously, everyone knows the cliches, but like even with any film, you know when there's going to be a jump scare. Oh, like in a, in a fucking paranormal film, oh, there's a creepy kid's toy that's making a fucking a children's nursery song and someone jumps out. Like, you know what's coming. That would fucking terrify me if I had to. If even though you know it's just a per, yeah. like they're actors, like they're, they're being paid to be here and protected under law, like they're not going to touch me. I just still couldn't. It's fucking like a do scare it. house, like, isn't when it? It, it? When I went paintballing in, in Messingham and uh, maybe not Messingham, Elsham and Bartry, you know, you know, Predator, our feelings yeah, Predator yeah, yeah, yeah. and that. Like, there's a Predator that dresses up in a full Predator costume, and it's the same rules apply. Someone shouts Predator alert, and is is around the area, and if. If he sees you moving, he'll shoot you, and that's the rule: you can't move. And that was scary enough. And th- I know he's not—he's not dressed up as a serial killer; he's just dressed up as a fucking alien. Can you imagine Michael Myers? There's no fucking like I'd, you would I'd, die. I'd, I'd come out fucking looking ripped as fuck because I'll have sweated about <laughs> ten stone off my body. Michael Myers will have slipped like, on like, your sweat. I'd, I'd cry. I'd, pro- I'd probably. I'd, I'd probably start crying, like it'd be fucking terrifying. But I would have to do it because I, I, I just couldn't pass up on that opportunity. Yeah, I get what you mean though. Like last night, I'm not, I'm not talking screen, but I am talking the way home. I was drive like the fog has been ridiculous here the past few weeks, and I was driving home and I was going down, you know, the crossing, the the crossing with the train in, coming from South Ferriby. Yeah, and it was so fog, I couldn't see what was in front of me, and the fucking song that came up next, do do. Do, do. And I was like, nope, <laughs> fucking like flick that. But I was shitting myself. And I was like, I was sitting there watching the film last night thinking, please don't let there be a car scene on the way home because I, <laughs> I will fucking shit myself. But there wasn't, thank God. But yeah, that's... Episode 100 done. Episode 100 done. Well done. Congratulations. Yeah, we've done I it. can't believe we've done episode... I have really missed you over these past two weeks. Because mm. we see each other I, every but week. I, I enjoyed the break, but I was also looking forward to coming back and, yeah. and especially now watching Scream yesterday just got me in the mood to fucking talk about horror again yeah so. but just seeing you in general like we see each other every yeah. week and a couple of times a week normally. yeah and we did we just didn't see each other at all and it was really weird right then so we'll start recording the next one. Oh, you could tell us what film we're going to do next oh week. yes of course we're going to do Zombieland I've never seen Zombieland so and I'm, I'm surprised at that it's got it's got um I've seen bits of em, it Emma, Emma Roberts, Stone it, Emma Stone in, yeah that's it and Emma Roberts Emma Roberts is Joel from Scream 4 Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, it's got Emma. You're already Emma in the Stone. zone. Yeah, yeah, no. It's got Emma Stone in it. It's got it's got some. It's a it's a it's a funny film. I, yeah, but it, I know. But it is, all, it. it is also a horror. Like, it, it, well, it's literally in the horror section on Netflix. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So thanks, thanks for listening. That that will that be out before? Yeah, this will this will be out on Monday. Mini episode will be out on Thursday. Right. Okay. So the next, so the next yeah. one will be Scream Five, which we're about to record now. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.